yours. Welcome to EMS at Sea Level. Today I'm joined by my old friend Randall Sherman. Randall, thanks for joining me and thanks for all the work you do for the industry in terms of getting data out there. Thank you. Um, I just read the uh, press release you sent out for the latest report and I'm excited to see more data on it. But there are a couple of things that really stood out to me. Um, you know, some inc- impressive performance in 2022 generally. Uh, you mentioned nine and a half percent growth and forty billion in growth in that in those in those top numbers. That's pretty impressive, and it seems to have exceeded the growth of the OEM market right. by about double, apparently. Right. What do you put that down to? Is that simply more outsourcing? Is the total available market growing more outsourcing as as opposed to insourcing? Um, certainly, there's there's a a reemergence of a lot of uh, those products. <clears throat> you know, during the when we had COVID, we had trouble getting parts, obviously, mm. and uh, a lot of people started reinvesting in just uh, hardware, like PCs and computers. So okay. they were it was there were there were replacement buys, and then there there were um, there was of course a big surge in the, the smartphones. Mm. So those two sectors did particularly well. Uh, they didn't quite do quite so well this year, but uh, the last year before that, uh, yeah. they really did um, capitalize on that market. So, yeah, and I think now nowadays the model is just, you know, don't build it, just buy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's quite compelling, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. And, they, and when we look at, you know, one of the first things I always look at when I get the report is what's going on at the very top and the, the you know, those Taiwanese players in amongst the top 10 that really dominate the numbers. And sometimes just to make sense of the numbers, you need to take a couple of those out so you can, yeah. you know, kind of see what's going on in the broader market because there's normally such a huge impact. But Foxconn, for example, quite a quite a depressed level of of growth in the industry and and even um pegatron were were pretty low yeah. is that is that a geo you know i can I, I was thinking through it myself and i'm thinking it must be one of two things it's either geopolitics and the dominant china footprint um and you know that 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 idea of shifting away from that or perhaps it's the markets they're in, which are much strong, much more consumer-driven markets that are perhaps more impacted by the inflation figures and the risk of recession that we saw in the second half of 2022. Which is it, or or have I completely missed something else? <laughs> no, you haven't. Um, yeah, I I think the COVID thing was a big uh, correction point in mm. the way um, it's uh, everyone seems to have bounced back really really well. Mm. Uh, you can you can go and it you can go look at the segments and some of the fastest growing ones were ones you wouldn't expect but like medical grew like fifty five percent this last wow. time yeah and defense did too about fifty yeah. percent so you know there's definitely a lot of demand there for those kind of products and um, the one that was flat was the uh, smartphones it's just there I mean it's Pretty much a constant level, you know. It wasn't a big spike or anything, but it was by far the largest stick. Mm. So it's like 166 billion or something 
And if you go down and look at the who who supplies that, this is where Foxconn comes in. Yeah, and Pegatron make a hundred million or hundred billion, sorry, in in hardware for, for yeah. the industry. You know, most of it going to Apple. So yeah, and Pegatron, Westron, something. Yeah, like yeah, Westron did better. And there's some interesting new players, kind of, or not new players, but players that have really grown in Asia that are, are kind of curious, like BYD, for example, which is, you know, is it a contract manufacturer? Is it a car maker? Is it, yeah. what, what is it? It's, it's kind of a difficult one to figure out. I think when I look at some of the Asian companies in particular, it's really hard to identify their mix of product. How do you go about doing that? And do you see, is there a kind of a, a resurgence in that ODM model that that was popular, perhaps more for laptops and um, PCs and things. We're now seeing for you know maybe automotive platforms, right. um, those kind of products. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely a resurgence there, and um, that's by far the most volume that um, that the, the companies work with. So I don't know. I think. Um, we're just lucky that we came that we're doing so well. Mm-hmm. Right. This last year, I think the growth was nine and a half percent. Year mm-hmm. before that it was nine point nine percent. And um, that's mainly in the core products, you know, the information technologies. Yeah. Yeah. So but you've got these issues coming up, like industrial and medical. They, mm. they both did well and automotive. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's uh, fortunately we can say the future looks bright. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you, Randall. And I think when I look at it, what's what's also very positive is those those companies haven't just grown their top line; they've grown their bottom line as well. We've we've gone through a a probably at least a five year period where the the industry seems to have figured out how to make some money finally um and that you know that's that's funded fundamentally important to its growth but we do seem to be seeing some some much stronger bottom line performance than we've seen in the past particularly last year even when they were sucking huge amounts of cash into inventory to deal with the um with the shortage of components what do you see that as do you see that as realism from the OEMs that they they can can pay a, a decent price for their EMS and they're not just thinking about price when there are other disruptions around or is it efficiency from the EMS point of view well it's definitely efficiency and they have the most um, uh, sophisticated um, operations that are largely mm. robotic and they know how to drive the costs down. And by just doing uh, iterations, they can get much much more of a, uh, a higher margin. Now, the margins aren't that great. They're about 2%, 3% or something. But hmm. Foxconn, that comes out to be five, six billion dollars. Yeah. And they, yeah, yeah so they, they have um, that to, to, to deal with. So, but it is amazing how these ODMs have continued to grow. And it just mm. their business models working, you know, and, and they're making money. They made more money than the EMS guys last year. Yeah. So yeah, I think that. it's fascinating. And, you know, I see some of the EMS guys, and we've seen this time and time again in the past that um, they get tempted by 
you know, ODM style products or white label style products. But when you've got IP in a specific product area, it makes sense to kind of build that platform model. And that can be very attractive to some brands that don't want to reinvent the wheel. They just want to brand and market a product themselves. Right. Yeah. And some some companies just know how to do this business, you know, like Mm. like Zoner or Scanfill or... uh, Yeah. Uh, creation they uh they've you know they know how to leverage their assets and yeah. and they plus they they're very picky about who their customers are i mean that's a that's a strategy right you know yeah it is pick out the bad ones you know <laughs> yeah i think it's an important strategy and you know you you mentioned you mentioned scanfill as an example there i think it's really interesting when you look at the geography of um of the markets and and where the performance is there, and and which com- which countries have the the better gross margin, and perhaps which countries have more outsourcing as opposed to in in house uh, manufacturing. Scandinavia seems to be a standout, and seems to have just done very very well in the last decade. I look at you know companies like Note, for example. Um, we saw the uh, GPV. Uh, NX merger this year, which has created another billion-dollar European yeah. um, EMS business. It just seems to be a really strong area. Yeah, is that a maturity thing, or do you think it's? I think it's maturity. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like I said, they're picking their customers and their contracts, and mm. they're doing a lot of. I wouldn't say low volume, but say high mix, high, yeah. high mix of these stuff, and so they can charge what they want. And yeah. Uh, the, the commodity stuff, you know, the TVs and the PCs and all that, that's just a, um, it's, you know, it's it's not the most attractive market for making money. I'll put it no, it's a me too, and it's really hard work, isn't it, in those areas. I just wanted to go back before we wrap up to the... Um, the whole geo, the whole geopolitics thing. We we hear a lot about things like reshoring, but more recently, terms like friend shoring and ally shoring, um, and this perhaps desire to decouple a little bit with China, or you know, kind of re- reduce the dominance on that. Yeah. When you look at the hard numbers, do you see a big? Do you see a big shift there? Do you see a? A change, and how does that impact, for example, the United States as they really try to push to reshore manufacturing that's been gone quite a long time? Well, China had a kind of a close call there because with uh, zero COVID tolerance, mm. like, it just sort of shut down factories and work. Yeah, but they they bounced back. Uh, I was, in fact, I was thinking it was going to be much worse than it was, but. But they, you know, they, and so that's that's good that um, they they're into the uh, they they rebuilt the model. Yeah, yeah. So it's, um, so you see a continuous a con- continued mix of kind of certain products being very attractive to the to the Chinese market, and and obviously they've got a huge huge domestic market there as well as a, a global market now. And the the M and A market this last period has just been all over the place. I mean, all the European guys, the GPBs, you know, Enix, um, the tech was the Sigma point. Yeah. Petron, Bacraw, Scanfield, Core, Zoner, Note. <laughs> they all were Absolutely. buying. Absolutely. Yeah. And and that's yeah. where the growth comes from. Yeah. 
Yeah, that consolidation. Do you see that consolidation continuing, or do you, what do you, what do you expect this year? More more of the same, or do you think people are becoming a bit more opportunist and looking yeah. for companies that maybe have struggled a bit with the um, with the supply chain problems? Absolutely. Yeah, I think there's there's going to be uh, a lot more activity. And even mm. some of the big ones may fall or consolidate, like Celestica or Benchmark. Or, uh, yep. um, yeah, yeah, it's a long time since we've seen a really big one, like when Flexport Selectron, for example. Right. Um, it's interesting when you see those big ones. I guess the biggest one we saw in the last few years was Astil Flash and yeah. uh, USI, um, yeah. which is, you know, kind of interesting. Yeah, more more of the, uh, I think more of the same in 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 that area as well you know that con- continued consolidation and there seems to be a understanding that you know there's there's value in scale and when you look at the um the top the top 50 it even bottoms out at something like 440 million that's a yeah. pretty substantial ems company to uh, to even get into the 50 well they're mainly buying customers you know that's what they want in ter- and and facilities and capacity yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's I mean that's one way to get it fast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. A lot more of that. So we're gonna see a lot more of that going on. Good stuff. Well, Randall, thanks so much for your time. Keep doing what you're doing. I think it's hugely valuable for the industry and it's hugely important to be able to figure out where you are as an EMS company in terms of your performance and and look at what else is going on in the industry as well as as well as looking at where the where the key opportunities are so thanks for your time and thank you for your work okay